With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real Wood smoke, real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Right Brand Bacon. That's called Right Brand Bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hello and welcome inside. Final hour today of The Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. On a middle finger Monday, which is now threatening to being take over by Thor Love and Thunder Monday as the yeah, sure. trailer for Thor just came out about a half hour ago. And I, I, I got to say, Mike, uh, this tra- I was a little nervous because, look, Ragnarok was pretty good. Now Love and Thunder, they're obviously passing the baton to a new Thor. And they're doing exactly what, yeah, I'm not going to ruin the trailer for anybody, but they're doing exactly what I think all the Marvel movies should do now. And you're going to see it with Doctor Strange, all the other ones, is making every standalone movie involve other Avengers and other characters. Because the standalone movies by themselves now, they just don't have the juice. It was an entire Doctor Strange movie be like, uh, okay, but you got Scarlet Witch is involved. Other Avengers are involved. This one, you have other people from the MCU that are all over the trailer for this, and, and it makes it much more interesting. And now people are going to see this and go, oh, I like Thor, but oh, man, I'm going to go see it for these guys who are in the movie. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of the way to go. Once they did Captain America Civil War, it was, wait a minute, this really works. Like, you know, we don't need it to be just a one standalone movie, just with one superhero and 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 the bad guys if we put other avengers in it other mcu heroes in it it makes it better and more interesting because honestly if, if you told me here's a standalone thor movie versus here's a thor movie with a bunch of other people from the mcu in it yeah that makes it way more interesting and i think every movie should be this way the way the way it goes down well, yeah, it's uh, the bottom line. And you mentioned Ragnarok. Well, Watiti's back at the helm for this one, which means there's going to be some comedy. There's going to be some one-liners and some snark, which means I'm in. And I know you had a terrible experience with the uh, latest Fantastic Beasts 
uh, movie. Oh, so you needed this my on, a, on, a, on a middle finger Monday. Ooh. You might have done that to the end credits of that one. I mean, I, I know we've got day baseball here. I'm looking up odds as we get ready uh, for Marathon Monday and, and, and the Boston Red Sox uh, doing their thing where we get really early baseball here on the West Coast uh, and the Batman, which is now streaming. So, I mean, there's a lot of multi-screen, but you're trying to recover from Fantastic Beasts because you did not like the performance from Sting. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Jude Law, Jude Law. I just kept waiting for him to break out into song. <laughs> if I ever lose my faith. Uh, and you know, it never came. Here's the thing about Fantastic Beasts, okay? You know, my house is huge Harry Potter fans, right? All big, the biggest Harry Potter fans in the world. And Fantastic Beasts, it wasn't awful. It was just really boring. The first 90 minutes was so incredibly boring. Thank goodness for the last, you know, half hour or 40 minutes of it. But the first 90 minutes, I'm like, something's got to happen here, right? Because when, <laughs> when you have a boring movie, and the other thing is, all the actors, they're boring. None, none, of them are, none of them are exciting. None of them are, oh, my goodness. I no, they're all, that's the, been the issue with Fantastic Beasts from the beginning is you have a lot of boring people, and you don't really have plots because I, I feel like you have half a movie, everyone that's come out. So when you, when you couple boring plots with boring characters, you're going to get the first 90 minutes of Secrets of Dumbledore. Even Jude Law is boring. And I'm going, there's got to be some kind of excitement here at some point. But it was, it's really difficult. In fact, I, I don't know that they'll do another one. Because it's already, it's not getting great reviews. It's the worst reviewed one of all. I, I wonder if now they're going to hit pause on this and go, you know what? Maybe the Harry Potter world, we wait and do the Cursed Child movie. And then we can get back to Fantastic Beasts. Because, wow, it's just, I mean, every movie that comes out, it's, it's, it's not quite as good as the one before it, man. I don't know. I think it might be good be, be done with Fantastic Beasts movies for a while. Comes down to, does it make enough money Across the globe, because remember, we, we folks get fixated on domestic. I always try to re- remind you of the international, and according to uh, the wonderful world of box office mojo, internationally it did $150 million. So if that's the case, they'll be just fine. <laughs> they'll be mm. just fine. And, and this was after three and a half years, and uh, I mean, some of it's going to be a bit of blowback towards J.K. Rowling. Uh, and some of her comments and and opinions that she's expressed. So there's a, there's a little bit of that. And and from a critical standpoint, you're right. Nothing happens. It was a lot of all right. Build up to what? And add Ezra Miller, who I I've never understand the fascination. Obviously, he's got his uh, off the screen transgression. See, we can do that outside of sports too. Uh, that are making it difficult. You know, with with him for not only this franchise, but also going back to the DC universe uh, and the Flash movie. So a lot of hand-wringing consternation and uh, confusion over uh, what, what he's done off off screen as to how they handle things going forward. But I know you didn't like the Fantastic Beasts. Hopefully you had at least a trailer or two that made you entertained. Oh, we had Top Gun. I had that time. Come on, I got Top Gun. Well, you saw the movie. I, that's all I needed. That's all I needed, right? Uh, even though, even though there's no movie, there's no movie. Trust me, there's no movie. <laughs> they're going to find a way to not have it come out. They only shot a trailer. There's no movie. They're they're, they're not going to have it. It's. Do you think if just, we had a watch no. party here in Southern California, we invited our colleagues at Fox Sports Radio, uh, our friends, you know, if the our, our buddies Dan and the Danettes want to want to join us for it, we could all do it. Do you think if we're all standing there holding a beer? and getting ready for the opening scene. It's just Miles Teller and Tom Cruise laughing at us that we showed up. 
that, <laughs> is that yeah. really what it's going to be at this, yeah. this point? What they're going to do is they're going to show you, you're going to get to the movie, you're going to see the trailer again, and then you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then they're going to show you the old Top Gun, and you're not going to care because you're getting to see the old Top Gun, old on, the top big gun screen, on the big screen. And sure. you're going to leave and go, man, that was great. Oh, uh, I didn't get to see the new movie. And, and people just forget about it. Trust me, but, there's no movie. There's no, Four years ago, this have been waiting for this movie. There's no movie. There's no movie. It's not happening. By the way, I, I got to imagine at some point we do get the announcement that you will be able to go see the original on the big screen. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, just leaving man. money in our pockets. You oh. know, the old gif of, take my money, please. Uh. I mean, that's exactly what would happen for a lot of us nerds of a certain <laughs> age. Now I always yell at the end. I say something into the Top Gun trailer when we go to the movie. So the, the trailer ended yesterday, and I yelled out, great balls of fire. And, oh, I got so many claps from, from people in the audience. I was like, yeah, I'm the king. I'm the always king. Always a performer. Great balls of fire. Yeah. You know, the, and, that, you know, and that's the thing. That was more fun <laughs> than Fantastic Beasts. There, there was, that, there was that zero fun. No, yeah, no. I, trust me. If, if somebody went to the movie and said, what was the most fun part of that movie? Oh, when that Yahoo yelled, great balls of fire after the Top Gun trailer. Because there's no fun <laughs> element in this Harry Potter movie. I, I don't no know. I, I could do a whole two hours of Kowalski and be just there's, fine. There's, just there's give no him fun. his own movie. Right? Write a movie for him. There's but there's there's no fun. It's so dark. And even when the Harry Potter movies got dark as you went on with once you got to Goblet of Fire and Order of Fire, there was still so many elements of fun. There's no fun in this movie. It's like, wow, man, it's, it's, it feels cold when you watch the movie. Now, I'm telling you. Well, I got to tell oh. you, I saw it in the greatest theater ever, though. You know, mm. not, not to make it all about me and, you know, weekend stuff. But, uh, you know, Santa Barbara is a beautiful place to go and visit, right? A lot of great uh, vacationing to be done there and, and just wine country and all that. Uh, I went to a theater that was 2,000 seats. Wow. Like music and theater or whatever. Like there might have only been 50 people that showed up because we went on mid-afternoon on Friday after getting in, uh, getting ready for a business trip of a soccer game that my daughter had the following morning. But <laughs> well, I was seeing it in that, that space because it had, you know, it had kind of just the – I don't know the proper – um, architectural terminology, but it was just a sweet setup, like not a stale, you know, multiplex kind of theater, right? Old timey and the little lounge with all sorts of cool tiling and photos of people who'd perform there, pictures of uh, guys like George Burns and things like that. It was cool as hell. So, I mean, that, that was a fun way to see a, a movie that otherwise wasn't terribly exciting. Mm. Twitter at how about a fresca Mike at Swollen Dome Jason Smith Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today but Thor Love and Thunder that, lo- that looks more fun than anything I saw in Fantastic Beasts okay so there's that uh, a big weekend in the NBA we got Rick Buecher coming up in about 15 minutes to stop by and break it down with us and still on Middle Finger Monday we're talking about Kyrie Irving Irving who had a great game yesterday against the Celtics Nets go down to defeat the last second layup by Jason Tatum uh, but with Kyrie Irving deciding, you know, I'm not happy with how the fans are treating me, so I'm going to give them middle finger as I go up and down the court. Okay. Then I'm going to give it to him again as I put my middle finger behind my head going, hey, yeah, middle finger, middle finger. Then I'm going to curse at a fan on the way to the locker room, and then I'm going to curse in the postgame press conference. This was the day for Kyrie Irving. Not happy with what people were yelling at him in the crowd, and he said, I'm going to give it back to them. Let's take a listen to Kyrie Irving. This is him from yesterday about why he behaved the way he did during and after the game. Let's hear it. You know, it's nothing new when I come into this building, what it's going to be like, but it's the same energy they have for me. 
and I'm gonna have the same energy for them. And it's not every fan. I don't want to attack every fan, every Boston fan. But um, you know, when people start yelling and all this stuff, it's but so much you can take. Uh, as a competitor and um, you know we're the ones expected to be docile and be humble and take a humble approach not nah, that's the playoffs this is what it is you know I, I've I know what to expect in here and it's the same energy I'm giving back to them now here's where I'm gonna zig instead of zagging on uh, on Kyrie Irving Mike Carmen because you know you know my thoughts on Kyrie he's he's ridiculous he's a wild card you can't trust him basketball is not his priority uh, while this is on brand for him, clearly, this is clearly on brand for Kyrie Irving. Uh, something that if you're expecting of any player to flip off the fans, you would say, oh, it's got to be Kyrie Irving. Uh, this is kind of overblown. And, and, and is it something that you want a player to do? No. Clearly, you'd rather him not do it. The NBA would rather him not do it. And you wonder what kind of fine he's going to get. Because this wasn't just one instance of, of cursing. It was two separate middle finger events and then cursing in the post game and cursing at a fan. Uh, you'd rather him not do it. But it's kind of overblown because, one, it's not affecting his game at all. Right? I mean, like if he was four for 23, if he had a Kevin Durant type game from the floor and, and he was cursing out the fans, you would say, uh, you see Kyrie, he's focused on the wrong things and everybody's going crazy about it. No, Kyrie's someone who can do this and still play at a high level. It's what still gives him appeal to teams and, and across the league is that this is just part of who he is. Yeah, I can be mad with the fans. And I can still put up 38 and I can still basically win the game with a three at the end, uh, but it comes down to it and the Celtics make a great play. It's it's not affecting him on the court at all. Plus, I get that that players are upset that they feel that it's open season on them, that fans have taken it to the next level as far as yelling at them, throwing things at them. And when he says we're supposed to be docile and take it, no. Uh, yeah. Again, to go back to what I said, you'd rather him not do this, but I kind of get it because players get frustrated, right? They, they feel like the league doesn't have our back. Fans are out of control. What well, we had the video of Devin Booker a couple weeks ago, you know, yelling at a fan, you know, as he's dribbling the ball up the court. Guys are just sick of it. And, and you know, they want something to, to feel like, hey, we have control of the situation. We're the ones playing on the court. So I get that part of it, and that's part of what drives Kyrie on this. There's many things I really disagree with him on and, 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 and his motivation and playing, but this, yeah, I, I think this is a little overblown. Well, I mean, in the end, he did take some of the heat off of it, and really it means that the protest isn't going very far. Yeah, people gluing themselves to the – the floor, okay, that's one. Yeah, and then you have someone else uh, chaining themselves to the stanchion. I want to know how they got the chain in. It's one of the uh, yeah, that's, the that's, great that's, mysteries that's, that's of disturbing. the weekend. That's as, disturbing. As, as they go back to uh, Taylor and, and the T-Wolves for all of that. But for Kyrie, I mean, the first double bird was pretty sly in terms of to the television camera, right? Because it was behind his head. It was like he was scratching the back of his head uh, and into his hair. All right, all right, we're setting up a big play. What do I got here? Huh? Uh, and it was sly. And then he started egging them on. Well, game two will be interesting, and you've seen a, a number of the the NBA legends uh, with their television jobs chiming in saying, well, you're emboldening them. Okay. Then it, then it comes down to crowd control and whether anybody cares. And, and we'll see how he responds in game two. Certainly, if it, it helps him to elevate his game, Nets aren't going to complain. As long as Kevin Durant brings uh, similar energy, even if he doesn't respond in the same fashion and shoots better than 9 of 24, uh, all of a sudden we, we got potential uh, long-term ramifications to all this. But for Kyrie Irving, it's, now it's a question. 50000 
Does he get multiple infractions? Does he get a full 200K out of his pocket? Are they separate enough incidences where Adam Silver... Does Adam Silver feel compelled to make a statement out of it? That's the question on a Monday morning for you, Jason. Does yeah, he look, feel like he needs oh, to Oh, no, talk no. This Are you out? kidding? He wants to do nothing. As or does he love all he the will smoke never, that comes off yeah, this because of the never. excitement it generated? No, he will never do anything that makes him appear, appear that he is disagreeing with a player on anything. It's why the players love him. They know they can push him around. They know that what, whatever they want, Adam Silver will do for them. So you know what he's going to do? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to find what, What's the maximum? We find him. That's it. It's going to be over. And, and that he's, he's not even Kyrie, who is a player where you can stand up and say, hey, I think this is how you should be doing it. You'll get a lot of support. Doesn't want to do it. Has no desire to. He will be very quietly. He'll get fined and that'll be it. Because uh, I just like to come into my office every day and see that my nameplate is on the desk and everything looks great. It's nice and shiny. <laughs> I don't want anybody to say anything on social media about me. I like when LeBron and, and, and all the players say how much they like me as commissioner. Yeah, because they push you around and you do whatever they want to. So, yeah, we're not getting anything out of Adam Silver on that. Not, yeah, the curiosity yet. then uh, extends to, you know, the social media, you know, boom, Right, because the NBA enjoys uh, a lot of love, and certainly, you know, we've got the Twitter masters uh, that have gone through and, and memes for every situation, uh, seemingly instantaneous uh, anymore. Uh, but the push on every, each social, right, from TikTok to Instagram Live, etc., and and the run that you get from NBA games, but the. Players Association, as much as they love it, also go, how about we treat this like a Dave Chappelle comedy show where your phone goes into a bag when you come in so you don't try to get clout by shouting stupid things at our players and trying to incite fights. <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresca mic at Swollen Dome. Now, you make a big point about the Nets to make this conversation go further than, than look, Kyrie flipped everybody off. It's, it's actually okay. Uh the Nets lose this game, right? And and the Jason Tatum layup at the end is phenomenal. All what the Celtics touch the ball. Crazy. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. Kyrie Irving standing there. He's like Hollywood and Wolfman. Where'd he go? Hollywood said, "Where'd who go?" And Kyrie's <laughs> looking around, trying to touch, trying to get a hand on Jason Tatum. It was a phenomenal play. But I would not be surprised if the Nets backdoor swept this series. All right, the Nets, the Nets didn't get anything out of Kevin Durant. He was awful. Is he going to shoot like that again in, in this series? No way. No, Kevin Durant is still too good. He's not going to have another game like that. Kyrie can, can obviously have another game that way. But then, and the Nets are imperfect. But it doesn't matter. It's the first round of the playoffs, and the East teams are closer to each other uh, than, than it's the West. This is not, hey, we got the Suns at the top and everybody else. No, teams are close to each other. So with the two of them playing, scoring 30-35 a game, yeah. Because this is a game the Celtics won on a last-second layup when they got everything out of all the players they need to. They're, they're starting five. Everybody was in double figures. Al Horford looked like he was going to score 60 points the first 10 minutes of this game. Yeah. They got everything they needed. Are they going to get that every single game? I don't see it. And with Boston being imperfect, uh, yeah, 30 from Jason Tatum is great. Is that going to be enough? Now, as long as Kevin Durant is still Kevin Durant, I can see the, the, the Nets winning the next four games, and the, and the Celtics are going, what happened to us? We had all the great feels after that first game and the, the incredible come-from-behind win. No, man, I can, I can see the Nets come winning this series and saying, here we come, we're the big bad Nets now. Well, we, we kind of anticipated that, you know, all they needed to do was get in, right? That's what everybody was hoping uh, on the Los Angeles side. If the Lakers could just get in, maybe there's enough to get in now. 
they're done. And now all they're doing is eating popcorn, uh, drinking some wine, and commenting on organizations and how they grow players. You want to talk about side swipe uh, your, your leaders in your organization. <laughs> That's about as disrespectful as it gets. Uh, but you, you had a throwback game for Al Horford. And everybody said, wait, Al Horford did what? Huh? Not Al Horford's kid. No, this is Al Horford. This is still Al Horford, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he did this against Memphis uh, back on the 3rd of March. He had a 21-15 game. Uh, Other than that, you know, there's a double-double mix therein. But that kind of effort, yeah, we were looking at it going, same guy? Same guy's still there, huh? How about that? Good for him. Mm. Good on him. Uh, But, no, I I would expect the Nets uh, to roll through. I I hope we get every – uh, blow by blow like it's a heavyweight fight. I, I don't want a backdoor sweep. I mm. think the Nets move on, but I, I think it's hard fought, and it's a mess to the end. Why? Because we deserve that on a middle finger Monday. Watch out for the Nets this week. Watch out. Uh, the NBA playoffs means next-level basketball, so get in on the first-round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus, each day of the first round, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. Now, what's your call to action? This is it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PATRICK. That's promo code PATRICK. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code Patrick at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467. Well, straight ahead, we got more on the NBA with Rick Buecher. How do we solve Steve Kerr's suddenly incredibly difficult problem? Who's going to win the MVP? What about Middle Finger Monday? I'll keep it right here. Jason and Mike in for Dan and the Danettes. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Middle Finger Monday. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes. 8.26 a.m. Pacific time, and the Twins have two runs. Yeah. 
Maybe day Brett, baseball, baby. Yeah, maybe. Well, this is more than day baseball. This is left side of noon day baseball. Yeah. Maybe breakfast with the twins should be a thing, and they should start all their games on the left side of noon, and maybe they'd be better. See, I kind of like the this thing we're doing here on a Monday. Uh, honored, of, of course, to sit in for for the legendary Dan Patrick, the Danettes, and, and in this space, uh, meeting new friends across the the timelines here at How About a Fresca at Swollen Dome. Uh, but day baseball certainly comes into into effect, and I think we should start titling every one of our shows like we did here on Middle Finger Monday, so like it's a new episode of a television show. Ah, so it's okay, I like that. Monday, I like so that. when okay. you and I reconvene at 7 o'clock Pacific time uh, this evening, we should have a, a new name for the, for the uh, this episode of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. So, I mean, we, we keep that rolling, but lots of NBA playoffs fun uh, to dissect, no question. Uh, joining us now on the hotline, you can follow him on Twitter, at Rick Buecher, that is at Rick Buecher, Fox Sports 1 analyst, and as we're finding out, the person Kyrie Irving was flipping off during the game <laughs> yesterday. Uh, Rick, what's happening, man? Good morning. Good morning, good morning. I love it when you guys pull back the curtain and you let people know exactly how you build this show and what you consider like the vital things to get down. What are we going to name the show? Wait a minute, what are we going to name the later show? Let's get well, but it's, it starts a, a, a vibe, you know. What's that? It starts the vibe, though, Rick, you know, because now we yeah. have a jumping off point uh, to give people the usual merriment you, that we bring to a nation and a world for four hours a you, night. You think I'm being facetious. I am being absolutely uh, genuine and sincere. Well, I, love I appreciate it. that. Yeah. See, Rick, Rick's into brand. He, he See, there it. we go. Look, he got. Look, he gets it. He, look, he's the guy that's voting for Giannis for MVP again, no matter what. He understands. <laughs> he's, he's getting it. Uh, hey, so let's. Uh, before we get to the MVP, let, let's start with Middle Finger Monday and Kyrie. Uh, sure. Look, he had a great game yesterday. I think it's a little overblown with Kyrie. Obviously, you'd rather him not do it, but I get that players are upset with fans, and and the more the more they get yelled at, they feel fans have carte blanche, so I get it. And it's not affecting him on the court at all, so yeah, you'd rather him not do it, but I don't know that this is that big a deal, is it? Huh. Is it, is it a big deal? Well, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a big deal because it's Kyrie Irving, and everything that Kyrie Irving does is a big deal, particularly when it comes to interacting with fans, because this isn't you know, he ha- this has been ongoing. I mean, he did it in Cleveland, had a back and forth. He stepped on Lucky during the playoffs last year. Uh, I believe it was during the playoffs last year, game mm-hmm. game four. Um, and so, it, it, but it, I think where it becomes a big deal is the fact that, of that Kyrie tries to present himself in a certain way, and I just don't see this as being very mature. Are fans more raucous than they've ever been? I'm not sure that they are. I think that we just have more video evidence and audio, and it's shared around the world more than it ever has as a result of social media. But I'm confused by Kyrie on one point. Look, pretty simple. I was always always told, like, don't lower yourself. People are doing stupid stuff doesn't mean you have to lower yourself to do stupid stuff. And because Kyrie likes to think of himself as being enlightened and tells us he's enlightened and is, is all about, uh, you know, joy, peace, and happiness, 
I don't quite understand. Okay, so now you're going to you're going to lower yourself to the level of the fans that are uh, shouting things and saying things and etc. And and uh, to be honest, I mean, he spent enough time in Boston to know what the Boston fans are like. And when you tell them, I want to, I I will re-sign here if you'll have me, and you basically lie to them or turn your back on them and go to Brooklyn. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> so that's the part I don't understand. Like if, if Kyrie, if you understand humanity, the way you say you do, then why are you surprised? And if you are as enlightened as you are, why are you getting into the gutter with the fans that are, that are expressing the worst behavior? That's, all of that is what I don't understand when it comes to Kyrie. So in that regard, is it a big deal? No, I, I mean, honestly, I really don't care. But if you're asking me why, as we try to puzzle out who Kyrie is, then yes. And let's face it, we, we love the soap opera and the drama, whether it's between players or players and fans or players in the league or whoever it is. We enjoy that as much or more as, than the actual play on the court. I did enjoy the the timing because uh, winning time uh, this week, Rick, has a lot about Lakers, <laughs> Celtics, and Celtics fans. So that was kind of entertaining to watch that flow yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, but well, are they winning I, this I, I series? I'm gonna take. I don't, I'm gonna, I don't know that I'm going to take winning time as a straight up documentary, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, but, you know, you got a little flavor uh, of, hey, welcome to Boston. Uh, but to that end, we, we talk about Middle Finger Monday and Kyrie and, and the game he had, but the game itself was fantastic, including one of the yep. craziest finish, uh, just uh, guys flying all over, and then Tatum with the lay-in. Uh, but the Nets didn't get much from Kevin Durant. He's better. What are you expecting out of the series? Uh, I expect him to certainly be better, but this is one of the what, – what you saw in that last play and the issue between Kyrie and, and KD as far as both of them being effective at the same time, you see the challenge uh, for the Nets is far greater than, say, Marcus Smart and, Jalen, uh, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown all being effective at the same time in that um, – with Kyrie and KD, you got two guys that are both hunting for their shot first and foremost. And it's only when they can't get to where they want to go. Uh, the, the last possession for Boston, you know, as good as Kyrie was, like he dribbled out the clock, he couldn't get loose. And then he, you know, finally, he's not going to get loose. He kicks it to KD, and now KD has, to t- has a short clock and has to take a desperation three. Uh, finding a way to integrate both of them as a threat at the same time is key to this working. Otherwise, it's you take a turn, I take a turn. It's going back to the same thing we saw in Oklahoma City with Russell Westbrook and, and Kevin Durant. And that can be really good when you're that talented. Uh, when you have two guys that are that talented, you're going to be really good. But can it win you a championship? Not when you have other teams like the Bucks, and in this case, what the Boston Celtics demonstrated last night, where everybody can be a threat at the same time, and you have at least one or two guys who are looking to find the, the, the best opportunity, the, the best shot, as opposed to the best shot they can get. 
Rick Puker, our guest, the Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes. All right, so from this game, I, I want to try to help Steve Kerr, uh, Rick, because he really has the most first-world problems of any NBA head coach. What do we do now? Jordan Poole is terrific. He's a star. Does Steph still come off the bench? What happens? Um, I think it's pretty easy. I think Clay is the guy that's got to go to the bench, quite honestly. When Steph is ready to play, Steph can play. Jordan Poole is much better when he starts. I know it's a difficult conversation, but if you're bent on saying this is going to be the lineup, I think it's pretty easy. Steph and Jordan Poole start, and Clay comes off the bench. Yeah, and I don't know that it's that difficult of a conversation. It's, um, hey, Jordan's got it going. We're, we're, he's going to start. You're coming off the bench, Clay. I, 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 and uh, Steve has the, you know, he has the, the wherewithal to do that because of his track record, uh, because of his accomplishments. I mean, you know, he's going to channel Phil Jackson or Greg Popovich, both of whom he played for, uh, to, to have that conversation. And it might be a little bit difficult, but I, I honestly, it, I feel as if Clay is all about the right things. It, I don't, I really don't think that he's going to have that big of a problem with it. Now, all that said, I, I was at game one, and I'm not ready to anoint the Warriors as either the best or the second best or even the third best team in the league uh, just yet because a lot of things went their way in that game. And I was watching Steph, and I'm watching Clay and – Neither one of them physically is right. Uh, Clay still doesn't have the same lift, and he didn't have any matchups. And, and with Jordan going off, it was never an issue. Steph clearly is not moving the same, not shooting the same. So it's just a matter of can these guys evolve as they go forward? Because I would expect that this this series is still going to get a lot tougher. And certainly what they have in front of them is going to get a lot tougher. And I'll be interested to see how Steph and Clay evolve because that was my, that was my big, uh, one of the bigger takeaways is like, man, this was easy for them to win. Didn't say much about Denver. Um, but like just watching Steph and Clay individually, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to say that the band is back together and they're ready to go. All right, Rick. Uh, Jason alluded to it earlier. We got to now that we know our finalists for MVP. Are you ready to have that really well-attired guy from the funeral show up if you uh, show hatred towards Joel Embiid? <laughs> well, no, because because uh, he was at the top of my ballot. So I'm uh, I don't know that I'm gonna I'm gonna get any of that. Uh, I, I the the three finalists were three names at the top of my ballot and ultimately I just I felt um, the push for both Jokic and Giannis was a matter of um, being a little bit prisoner of the moment that that people were looking hard at the last month and not the way the season started and not considering all that the Philadelphia 76ers had to navigate and quite honestly, how Joel Embiid had to mature, not just as a player on the floor, but as a leader uh, to get them through the whole Ben Simmons cloud and hangover. And, uh, and so I, I just I couldn't ignore that. I, I, if Jokic wins, if Giannis wins, I have 
I have no problem. But for me, I didn't want to ignore what Joel Embiid did in the face of what the 76ers faced as a result of the Ben Simmons saga, saga and the fact that they were just as good uh, with all of that turmoil and not having Ben Simmons for the better part of the year, that they were just as good, if not better. And Joel Embiid had such a big hand in that. I, I, and I don't know that anybody would have expected it. He's my MVP. I just like that now we've got another day of having to have an NBA MVP conversation because we need a daily conversation <laughs> on who the MVP. I think that's going to be a feature next year, who well, the MVP yeah. is today, every single day of the count, yeah. from opening night to the end of the season, who's the MVP. Every day we have MVP rankings. Yeah, especially, especially during the playoffs when the, when the MVP has nothing to do with now. Like, right. Our <laughs> yeah. friend Nick Wright was, was just – you know, crowing because he's not a Nikola Jokic fan. Uh, they lose game one against the Warriors because Aaron Gordon sees a ghost and decides, hey, I don't want to play. That's where I can play today. Um, or whatever it is. I don't know. That's, that was my impression. Uh, but uh, Jokic loses game one of the playoffs, and now that is testimony that he doesn't deserve to be MVP. I'm like, no, these these games don't count. This doesn't matter. This isn't this isn't what it's about. So, um, but yeah, by all means, let's continue to revisit who was the regular season MVP based on how they play in the playoffs. I think that's a great idea. He's on Twitter at Rick Buker. That is at Rick Buker. Uh, Rick, as always, buddy, appreciate it uh, on the Ball Podcast as well. Check it out. All the info on his page there uh, at Rick Buker. Thanks a bunch, man. We'll talk to you later on this week. My pleasure, gentlemen. Enjoy the game. See you, Rick. Right. Thanks. There goes Rick Buecher. Now, I mean it, Mike. Every day, opening night, we have MVP. We have the top 10 MVP rankings every single day, and we have to contractually talk about it. Well, every day, we have our, to talk we, about it. I mean, because you and I, in our evening show, I mean, we celebrate rat rankings whenever we can across the great cities of our United States. So, I mean, add that to the MVPs. I mean, we've got gold, Jerry. Gold! Mm. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes. Straight ahead, boy, do we have a big, bold prediction coming your way for the NBA playoffs. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today. Never forget, join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission to do good in honor of America's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T. Dot org. Thanks to Rick Buecher for stopping by, breaking down all the big news in uh, the NBA with us. And one of the storylines, Mike, going into or coming off this weekend, look, we talked about Kyrie Irving. It's middle finger Monday. Sure. Uh, the Nets potential to win this series against the Celtics. Uh, Steve Kerr and his incredibly difficult decision. What do I do? I have so many good players. Um, all of that may pale in comparison to how this season's going to end. And Watching the game last night against New Orleans, exactly what I thought it would be for Phoenix, right? They get out to a big lead, get a little bored in the third quarter. New Orleans makes a little bit of a run, and then Phoenix goes on, and they win the game by double digits. Phoenix is going to win the title, and I don't really see them being challenged on their way to it. 
they are I, – I, I, feel, I feel like if you're picking against the Suns, you're overthinking it. Kind of how when Kansas was rolling through the NCAA tournament, it was, yeah, Kansas is playing well, but all these other teams are playing well. No, they're the only number one seed left. They're beating everybody pretty bad, and they go on. They win the championship. I feel the same thing about the Suns. They've been the best team in the NBA all season. Usually the best team, if you're by far the best team, you win the championship. They are deep. They can withstand Chris Paul not being elite because, look, he's playing great right now, but you know he's going to wear down a little bit as the playoffs go on, being an older player. Devin Booker, this is going to be his time. He'll be the best player in the playoffs. He is ready for the moment more than he was a year ago. Uh, they're locked in. This is not a team that suffered any kind of hangover last year after losing to the Bucks in the finals where normally that happens. Oh, boy, we lost. It's so emotionally jarring, and it takes you a while to get going the next season. And no, they've been great from the beginning. They're locked in, and I see a lot of five-game series going their way. And They'll win. They'll get to the NBA Finals, and maybe we get a rematch. Oh, is it going to play out the same way? No, Phoenix wins, and they'll win in kind of a dominant style. I, I just don't see teams being able to to do this to Phoenix this year. You know, any kind of game they can win. You know, they, they, they you know they're, they're big down low, and Aiton is really good, and their bench gives you enough, and, and, and Booker's going to be the guy that just scores and scores and scores. It's I mean, they, they don't really have any holes. And, and so to pick against them, I, I, it, it's almost as if, well, I'm just picking somebody just to pick somebody else now. And I get that part. I get that hot take, or I get that part of it, but I, I just don't see Phoenix being challenged all that much. Yeah, I see him running uh, towards the, that collision course with Golden State. We talked with Rick Buecher about it, and, and he's wondering about the long-term health, right? If some of these series go along, what does that mean when you finally uh, end up in a matchup against the Suns? Which, let's face it, we're all intrigued to watch this squad run. There, there was no possibility of a letdown, right? Because they heard all of the chatter about how lucky they were a year ago. Right. You make your own luck. Right. And if guys get hurt along the way on the opposition, as long as you're not bringing out the Galuli uh, iron bar to go after them, what are you going to do? Basketball and injuries happen and we can go through champions all the way through strange circumstances and teams that get to championship rounds or Super Bowls or whatever, where crazy things do occur. But these guys heard it all year. They heard it from teams they beat. Right. Anthony Davis. Well, if I hadn't gotten hurt. Well, you got hurt, so they beat your squad, <laughs> and now you're sitting at home. That's it. All right, ifs and buts and whatever. Go play it in the multiverse. Go see if Doctor Strange can go and uh, alternate, uh, you know, give you an alternate timeline uh, to go crazy. I mean, six guys averaging double figures for the Suns. Obviously, the, the big one you circle is Chris Paul. Right. And getting him to the end as much as we celebrate his game. There's always just that fear playoff times uh, related to his health with the Warriors. That's the big concern. They we talked about the Steve Kerr problem with Jordan Poole, a guy who has played a fantastic season in his third year uh, and given them a huge lift and they got healthy. But are they healthy enough to, to get through? I think there's your Western Conference final. I'll take the chalk all the way through. Absolutely. There's no reason to overthink it. Yeah, look, and Golden State's really the only team that can give them difficulty. And how healthy are they going to be? Right. Right? You you wonder, is Steph going to be all the way healthy? Uh, You know, what's Clay going to be like after going through? Is he going to hit the wall at some point? They they got more questions, but they're the only team because – 
obviously Minnesota and Memphis is going to be a dogfight. You already saw them them take game one. How fun is East, that series, though? Oh, man. I'll Watching Morant and uh, Edwards get after it. Yeah, suddenly Ooh. it's like, wait a minute, the Timberwolves are good. <laughs> oh, look at this. But I don't see there being anybody in the East. Like, like this is be if they get to the finals, I, I don't know that there's a team that can that, that can match up with them. You know, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna get a great team, someone who's been through the battles and and withstood all the other teams in the East. But I, I, I don't I don't know that this isn't gonna be a sweep or or a five game series for the Suns, where maybe the Bucks or another team will get a game, and it's yeah, but we're just this good this year. I mean, this this is the Suns' year. They they have everything going for them. Yeah, I mean, and if it's a Hollywood story, then we get middle finger Monday all the way through the playoffs, and suddenly the Brooklyn Nets are there staring at you and waiting at you, mm. right? I mean, if you want to script things out, because the Bulls are not going to survive the Bucks, They've lost all five contests, although they did beat the spread uh, in game one, so good, Baby good steps. job by them. Baby steps, yeah. Well, the long road begins with those first steps. The Sixers, do you, do you buy them full on? Probably not. Celtics, good good balance. And if they can keep finding whatever the fountain of youth for Al Horford, look out! <laughs> <laughs> Twitter at about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today. Um, if we look at a team in the East right now, who's making it to the finals? If we say the Suns can win it all, go chalk all the way, who do you got going to the finals in the East? Yeah, I, I got the Bucks. Had I thought you were going to say, back. Ah, screw it, I'm taking the Bulls. <laughs> no, nah, I had the Bucks back when they were a five seed. Look, if the if the Bulls somehow beat the Bucks in this series, yeah. then, then it's all melting. And suddenly Giannis isn't the MVP. See what I did? I just wrote oh, that for the morning show. Really? How about that? Really? Yeah! <laughs> you shoehorned another MVP discussion. We don't need another MVP discussion. We need another hero, though. Uh, Mike and I are back tonight. Colin's up next. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.